two. There it is. That beat me to it. All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I am super excited to introduce our guest today, but I'm just going to give you a quick one. How about hashtag better call Paul? The Carrier Experience Podcast is a show for anyone who wants to grow their agency and be a titan of the insurance industry. Learn from a panel of experts who share their agency struggles, their experiences with the nation's best carriers, and share the marketing secrets that successful insurance agents are using today. Now, here's your host, the insurance pro, James Cias. All right, all right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, all of you insurance pros out there. Let's dive into another episode of the Insurance Bro Show. Before we jump into the show, though, a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review wherever it is that you're catching us. Uh, if you do that, we'll really appreciate it. That'll help us show up that much higher on those search results. Also, if you would like to be a guest on the Insurance Bro Show, we would love to have you. Go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash guest, and you can schedule a time to uh, be on the show and hang out with me for a few minutes. It'd be a lot of fun, I promise. I swear I don't bite. Uh, <laughs> lastly, don't forget to follow me on all social media at Insurance Bro Show. All right. So here we go. Let me introduce our guest today. Our dapper guest has a unique style that he's bringing to the insurance game and we're so excited to have him on as a guest with over 15 years of professional experience our guest has a deep understanding of customer service and he offers it with a personal touch style and class that is unmatched in the greater san diego area our guest cares about his community which he supports as a connoisseur of san diego's finest establishments if you want to know the best places to go once the world starts spinning again you will definitely want our guest recommendation. We're so excited to have this great guest on the show today. Joining us from Allstate, give it up for an outside business development expert and professional networker. Welcome to the show, Paul Scalo. <laughs> Paul, man, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, James. I appreciate it. Was looking forward to this. It's going to yeah, be a good time. <laughs> same here. Yeah, we can totally tell. I mean, uh, we were talking a little bit on LinkedIn and it was just like this instant vibe, instant connection. I could tell you're going to be a lot of fun today. Thanks. So, uh, Man, tell me I a little bit of disappoint anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there it goes. There it went that. I know. No, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, what got you started in the insurance game? Uh, where'd you come from and, and, you know, what got you here to where you are today? Yeah. Uh, so my background is actually in healthcare. I worked, uh, in healthcare operations, supply chain management for uh, 15 years. Uh, I started with a clinic up in or a medical group up in Poway. I worked there, uh, transitioned out of that and did uh, uh, operations management for a non-medical home care company based here in Mission Valley. Um, went from there, started another uh, home, home care company. We did private nursing, uh, moved into home health, uh, worked there for a little bit, uh, moved from home health into hospice, uh, was uh, there doing business development, running a sales team here in San Diego. And the one thing that I can tell you about healthcare, and I think that most people 
probably not even working in the industry know and understand is healthcare is constantly changing. It's constantly mm -hmm. evolving, like a lot of industries, right? Sure. But healthcare is like hyper regulated. It's constantly in the news. It's in politics. I mean, it's it's mm -hmm. some next level kind of dynamic changes that are constantly going on. And you have these organizations who are trying to find their their foothold and their space in the healthcare universe. And and things are extremely challenging and difficult to say the least. Not that I'm, you know, one to shy away from a challenge, uh, <laughs> but, you know, after, you know, hitting some uh, dead ends uh, the last uh, two or three years in a row, um, I had to do some soul searching and, and figure out was healthcare a path or a route, uh, you know, kind of industry that I wanted to stay in or mm -hmm. did I want to take my skill set that I've used from over 15 years of, you know, multi-role experience and apply that to another industry? Skills I have acquired over a very long career. <laughs> yes. So what made you choose insurance? I mean, you could have gone anywhere. You could have chosen insurance. You could have chosen real estate. You could have chosen lending, mortgages, uh, other financial services. Uh, what made you choose insurance? Well, that's that's interesting. I was I was doing the Indeed thing, and you know, going back and forth, and actually answered an ad for outside business development rep uh, for Allstate. And honestly, uh, you know, growing up, our next door neighbor, he actually was an Allstate agent, so I talked to him and got some insight from him, and he encouraged me to you know explore it and kind of take the take the leap. And uh, I went in and interviewed with the agency owner, and we hit it, you know hit it right off and uh man you know kind of the, the the rest is history and that was uh that was uh what uh april or so last year uh mm -hmm. pre-covid when things were normal you know so uh it's it's been an interesting learning curve if if you will uh through everything but i tell you what i know each and every day when i wake up i definitely made the right decision that's good that's good tell, well tell me a little bit about what you do uh as a outside business development manager yeah. So my role for our agency is to get out into the community, uh, the real estate community in particular, uh -huh. and develop uh, relationships with uh, real estate agents, with uh, broker, mortgage brokers, with uh, escrow title. Uh, anybody that is in the real estate space, mm -hmm. uh, I want to meet and I want to develop relationship with, I want to work with. Um, and that's that's been my whole focus for the last 18 months or so, uh, the last six months, or is it eight months? now that we've been in COVID. I can't even remember. But <laughs> it's been yeah, it, it, uh, it's March, kind of, yeah, seven it, months. Yeah, yeah. seven. Rounded oh, in hell no. <laughs> exactly that part. Too freaking yeah. long. Too yeah, long. Exactly. And, and there's no there's no end in sight. Um, so I, I have a, a couple of questions. I, if you could explain to the audience, uh, why is it that you are creating these relationships with these real estate uh with these people in the real estate industry in the, in the real estate space yeah well as people are purchasing their first home purchasing their fifth home purchasing another investment property doing any of that um right wrong or indifferent love us or hate us you have to have insurance Facts. you have to have insurance to close your escrow you have to have insurance to you know do all sorts of drive your car unless you're buying all cash Right, exactly. And then like those people who are buying all cash, they understand the value of insurance and typically Truth. are like calling Paul, like, hey, dude, I need to insure <laughs> this thing because if it burns down, I don't want to be left holding the bag. Straight Hashtag up. better call Paul. That's right. That's right. So all of these individuals need insurance. And, you know, a lot of them in the 
first time homebuyer space is a space that I really actually enjoy working with uh, these folks because it's an opportunity for education. Right. And, you know, with my healthcare background and working with families of, you know, sick loved ones and, you know, what does this process look like? What, how, what to expect when expecting, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's important to me that people have a firm grasp and knowledge of insurance and this space and how it works. I know it's not exciting. I know it's not sexy, but it's a necessity. And at the end of the day, so many of us walk around and we just, we pay our auto insurance bill every month. We pay our, you know, homeowners insurance every month. And it's just like, why am I paying this? You know, what's mm -hmm. it even going towards? I don't know. It's too much money. And then when I go to use it, like, you know, they're telling me this isn't covered, that isn't covered. And right. that is, you know, from somebody who is, you know, like, new-ish into the insurance space. Prior to coming to this, I was one of those folks. I didn't know, you know, what's what's liability versus, you know, 100%, yeah, same here. property, like what's covered, what isn't. So having- No idea. I have full coverage, right? That That's it. Yeah, full coverage. That's all I yeah. know. Yeah. There's no such thing as full coverage, right? <laughs> <laughs> we like to throw that term around and yeah. people, you know, full coverage, cool. What's that? Full, full of what? You know? <laughs> that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, what do you tell people now when they when they tell you that? Oh, I I throw all this money at insurance. I spend two hundred dollars a month in insurance and on my auto premiums. What am I even paying for? What do you tell them? Right. Well, we sit down and, you know, either the phone or, you know, I like to kind of put things in black and white and, you know, like uh, an email and then go get on the phone with them and review every line of that email and explain, okay, this is what that means. This is what that means. And really break it down to a sense like, okay, Paul, if you didn't know anything, how would you want somebody to explain this to, to you? Right? right. And sit down and explain the the important details but without getting lost in the weeds and overwhelmed and then people are turning out because let's not forget we're talking about insurance and it's yeah, super exciting yeah. so you know people so excited yeah. you got to keep it interesting right uh so just try to present it to them in a way that makes sense and give them you know real life experience or mm -hmm. reference points that they can relate to Right. Because then it yeah. kind of, oh, I understand. So if, you know, my pipe breaks out of nowhere, not that you know anything of that, James, right? And <laughs> have a flood in your home, like my insurance pays for that. But like if that pipe's sitting in the wall and just leaking and nobody knows, well, chances are your insurance probably isn't going to pay for that. So right. these are the things that are important for you to know. Like, is it going to cover your house if, let's say, you have a sewer drain that backs up and overflows into your bathroom? I don't know. That's a good question to ask your your agent. Do I have mm -hmm. that water and sewer backup coverage in my home? You know, or am I just walking around like totally exposed to all of these situations that could happen? unknowingly and then you go to file a claim that's usually when people find out and that's unfortunate right yes our job and our responsibility as an agent to educate and be there to assist and be that you know go-to person like hey if you have any question about any insurance like better call paul like even if it's not through me i'm going to give you the advice and the personal you yep. know touch like hey i have a question about this let's get through it you know because it's the right thing to do i hope you're insured 100%. Good good clips, right? Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> yeah, Hernan's on point with that stuff. Good job, bro. Um, so going back, let's see, we, we talked about, about the importance of developing those relationships with those real estate experts. Uh, when you are getting those, those referrals from them, uh, how do you 
how do you manage the cross selling? What what do you do, or do you just write the home and call it a day? That's a that's a great question. Uh, you know, it's a very different conversation. Let's say you're working with a, a lender who has a client who they're working with and is like, hey, you know what? You need to get insurance here. You need to call Paul. Or you'll have the other situation to where the lender is like, hey, Paul, I need insurance for this property. Handle it for me. So then sometimes with a situation like that, I might not get in front of the client until we're getting ready to close escrow or get those mm. insurance documents over, right? The clients, you know, they've reviewed it and you know, okay, yeah, we're good to go. So if that's the case, then that that cross seller, those, those conversations are going to happen during the stage of, hey, you know, we got to get you to sign your your insurance agreement or your your application, make sure everything, I's are dotted, T's are crossed. Mm -hmm. And at that time, you know, take that opportunity to speak to them about, hey, did you know about this? Uh, these are some other services that we have and are available. I, you know, here's my contact information. You know, you you can call me at any time. I'm your point of contact for anything, right? If you have a loss, if you have a question, if you need something else, you're buying a new car, you want to add or remove coverages, you know, call me and we'll work through it together. Um, on some of the clients who their lender or real estate agent says, hey, you know, you need to look at what insurance is going to cost, call Paul. And then that's more of a, I think, traditional, you know, insurance sales cycle, phone call conversation. Uh, you're you're talking to that client, you're develop, developing rapport with them, kind of going over what their, you know, home insurance needs may be, and then able to, you know, discuss the, the benefits of bundling and income protection and things of that nature as well. For sure. Do they give you any scripts uh, or is this just something that you have developed for yourself? In other words, is it just a natural talent for you that you know how to talk to people and you can easily get them to purchase these other policies? Or did you actually get a script that says, hey, when you're presenting the homeowner's policy, say this? Yeah, you know, Allstate does a good job of, you know, uh, training and having resources available uh, to, to a certain extent. And their, their, their library is vast and quite frankly, overwhelming at times. But if you know what you're looking for, there's some solid resources there, you know, being an Allstate agent. That being said, I think any position that you're in, if you're working customer service, if you're working a call center, if you're working outside sales, everything that you're doing is in some way, shape or form tied to sales or business mm -hmm. development. And at the end of the day, what sales is and what business development is, it's, it's relationship building, it's gaining trust. It is really, you know, being able to convey your, your expertise in a subject matter in a way that people understand and, you know, trust you to do the best job for them as possible right so it's really at the end of the day to me about being authentic and really genuinely you know at my core wanting to help these folks understand insurance or get through this claim or you know figure out what adding you know scheduled jewelry to their mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. policy looks like you know whatever right. it might be but you know i operate in the space of you know be authentic do the right thing and everything else is going to take care of itself and you he ain't lying. 
<laughs> right. And that's just, that's just how I am. And, you know, I think, you know, maybe there's a, a natural kind of knack for it. I'm not sure, but like at the end of the day, James, you know, I'm just out here, I'm just doing me, man. And, you know, trying you. to help as many people as I can. And that, you know, really comes from the, you know, if you will, 15 years of conditioning in, in healthcare. I mean, if you want to mm -hmm. talk about a space that is all about helping other people and you got like one shot to get it right. I mean, you have family members who went into the hospital and then all of a sudden now they're getting a, you know, prognosis of six months or less to live. You got one shot to make that right. If you're going to yeah. come in and deliver hospice services or something, there's no going back and redos, but no, these literally yeah. people's lives that we were dealing with. So, I mean, to be able to take that and overlay it into a industry like insurance or real estate, uh, it, it should all be treated the same, right? Whether it's someone's life or somebody's first time home purchase or trying to figure out what insurance looks like, we need to do the right thing by serving our community and being transparent and a resource for them. They're, they're, they're depending on us, right? They, they have a certain level of trust in us that we know what we're doing or talking mm -hmm. About, mm -hmm. that we we need to deliver on that and we need to really make sure that we're putting our best foot forward whenever possible 100 percent. i cannot agree more with that i mean it really is i love that that you you talk about your experience with the home health care i mean uh dealing with people's end of lives not even just their lives but like their end of lives uh just gives you a whole new perspective of what it means to provide the best quality of care to the individual. And I love the way that you have carried that over to, to your services that you're providing on the insurance side, because you're taking that same approach. You're, you're really seeing the person for who they are and for what they need and doing everything that you can to provide the best possible outcome in case they ever actually need this thing that they're purchasing. Yeah, I love it. I love it. it it's, it's awesome. Um, where where do you find right now that you are struggling in building your business and in building your book of business? For me right now, I'd say that the biggest struggle is really not being able to be out, you know, boots on the ground you know, mm -hmm. being in front of people. Um, you know, I still participate in three, uh, sometimes four of the uh, uh, real estate broker caravans per week. Uh, you know, I'm on the committee downtown as well as the East County Committee. Um, I attend Metro as well. And just, you know, I think being consistent uh, in those sorts of meetings, even though they're virtual, you know, it's important to show up, man, mm -hmm. you know, showing up and we talk about that in so many different sales, you know, meetings, trainings, you got to show up. Right. Right. And even if it's something as easy as logging into a zoom call, you know, showing up there, but also just, you know, if you're thinking about it, picking up that phone and calling people, you know, Hey, How's it, how, how's it going, Michael? Haven't talked to you for a while. Hope things are good. How are the kids? You know, just doing stuff like that is really kind of helping me, you know, stay afloat and continue to grow uh, my business. I mean, the real estate business we know is just popping off here in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. I mean, from a home insurance standpoint, you know, I posted my best quarter yet uh, last quarter, which was absolutely amazing. Nice. Um, but, you know, it's, thank you. Uh, thank you. And it's, it's important because, you know, doing those things helps you stay front of mind. Um, mm -hmm. But also, I think, you know, the, the quality of the customer service, you know, really gets people coming back, which is important. When I say people coming back, you know, the referral sources that will continue to refer, you know, business to me. Or if they have somebody like in a tight situation or, you know, we've done houses up on Mount Palomar and all sorts of crazies. I'm like quoting a... Uh, uh, 
like compound out in Alpine right now in the middle of nowhere. It's like so many moving parts and pieces. So but fun. you know, it's like, hey, let's do it. That's just kind of fun. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. we do condos all day, like here, bang, 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 you know, what you want. We got you. <laughs> but like, you know, sometimes getting those weird little oddballs, you know, that come across the desk is is super fun. But to answer your initial question, James, yeah, the the being humanly disconnected from from people that that not being there in person to touch, feel, smell kind of situation is the most challenging part. And I think it's been challenging for a lot of people for sure. during this time. And it's not just from like a, a work or de business development standpoint, just like from a human standpoint, we're, 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 <laughs> you know, creature like social yeah. creatures. And we like, we long, like, come here, buddy. Let me give you a hug. Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> What? No virtual hugs are allowed. Come on. I know, right. Hold on. Let me get my mask. Okay. Is this better? There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. So, I mean, depending on, on what you read and what you believe, uh, there's a lot of data out there saying that this could continue well into next year. Uh, yeah. All of virtual stuff. So how are you going to adapt? What are the, I mean, what are the things that, that you're kind of strategizing here? Uh, Cause this, this is, this could very well become the new normal, right? I know everybody kind of hates that, that terminology, but to be in a place, I know my agency, for example, everybody's been working from home since March and we have no plans of getting an office back together. It's, it's working out pretty well for us uh, this way. But when you have field agents like yourself that are typically boots on the ground, you're having to find different strategies, different ways to, to attack these customers, to be able to get in front of them and, uh, and, and tell them what it is that you do. Right. So what are some strategies that you're thinking? What are, what are some ideas that you've got coming up for uh, going into 2021? Yeah, great. Uh, so what my plan is now is to a uh, do more things like this, right? So you have that kind of, that online exposure. If we're if we're going web based, let's double down and let's let's just get deep into the paint, okay? Oh, yeah. So as much exposure, you know, uh, content and you know, kind of guest spots as I can, but even more so, uh, my big plan for mine in uh, the rest of this year and into 2021 is going to be education. Um, my, my girlfriend, she's a uh, partner in an uh, attorney's firm here in California. Uh, they do workers' comp, and she okay. heads all of their their education department, and she's been doing webinar after webinar after webinar, and teaching and training, um, you know, all of the people in her space about, you know, COVID related claims, this and the other thing, but it's about education and they have seen a huge influx in uh, referral business uh, through that and just seeing how well that works. Uh, it would be foolish for me not to uh, kind of take my own uh, spin on that and start doing some sort of you know hosted webinar ed education and you know maybe we could be something as you know insurance 101 what does that look like mm -hmm. or partnering with a, a mortgage lender or partnering with a real estate agent hey looking to buy your first home what does it look like let's have a q a you know maybe a half hour conversation about you know what things 
do look like, what they can look like, what to expect, and really just, you know, doubling down on that being a resource for the community. And sure, we can't do it in person. We can't have everybody together for a happy hour with free food and beer and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, we can do it online. We can do it digitally. And just because, you know, we can't have kind of that little bit more fun aspect of it doesn't mean that we should stop doing it or not do it at all. Because at the end of the day, these folks still need to know how to buy a house, how to get insurance, yes, like what sure. kind of insurance do I need? Because yep. you don't want to be carrying too, you don't want to be carrying too much insurance. You want to carry the, the right amount that's going to mm -hmm. make sense for you from a coverage and financial standpoint. You know, it's about education and being able to do that with partners in the community, you know, like, like you and real, real estate agents and lenders and escrow. I mean, there's so many people out there that I know are chomping at the bit to, you know, do things and, you know, be a resource for folks. We talk about that's a big thing is actually, you know, go giving and how do I do that and how do I accomplish that? So I think the best way for me personally is going to be through education. Nice. So I can, I can. Absolutely. I know that you're also, uh, you know, a member, uh, an active member of the community. Um, so what are some things that you do to give back? Um, you know, what I do to give back is uh, really help um, different groups. Um, I actually participated uh, with Mariah this year. Um, they've, it's been a little bit challenging because of COVID. Normally we have two big kind of, uh, you know, parties that we throw each year to, uh, raise money for the center. Um, also our group, uh, all state or our office rather once a year, we do a, a kind of not, I don't want to call it a, a toy fundraiser cause that's not what it is. Um, but what we do is like, uh, secret Santa ish gifts for troubled youth. And what these youth do, uh, they're in a center uh, in Chula Vista and they write a Christmas list of things that they want. And what we do is we take those lists and, you know, kind of market it out to the community. And so it's like, you know, okay, perfect. So Joe wants these red pair of Nike Airs. So we make sure to get him that red pair of Nike Airs instead of just like, oh, here's a pair of shoes, Joe. Like, cool, man. Like, no, these kids are troubled kids. And we, what we try to do is go out and get them exactly what they're wanting for Christmas. Stuff like that. Uh, you know, is really important to us, especially in the community uh, that we yeah. serve. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like it's an important piece that is often missed. You know, as insurance agents, we, uh, I, I've said this before that when I first started with insurance, I I knew, you know, everybody has to buy it, right? So my mentality going into it was everybody's got to buy it. Why not buy it from me? It mm -hmm. wasn't until, you know, a few years went by and I stopped stopped being a selfish jerk and i was like you know let me think about other people and approach this in a way that you know how can i be of service to others uh it was really honestly about the time that we started uh our our first podcast the business bros business yeah. bros business uh, <laughs> we um we started that one off and like one of the first things that we wrote was the number one rule of business is to be of service to others and so it just changed my entire mindset of how to approach you know, business in general, and especially insurance, because like you were saying, uh, we are trusted experts. We are trusted advisors. People are putting, you know, a big part of their lives entrusted into our hands. And so I love to hear about the way that we're, you know, getting out there in the community and, uh, you know, getting, getting better, uh, better known and, and serving those people that we are, you know, 
that are buying insurance from us because it's one thing to be of service and to provide, you know, the education. It's another way to just go outside of insurance and yeah. uh, find different ways. So try to make the world a better place. That part. That's a great movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even know what movie that is. Zootopia. Zootopia. Okay. You watch it. I mean, my, my daughter, I have a daughter. She just turned 16, but still it's, it's a great movie actually. I, you know, I, I'm not even ashamed. I love kids movies. Like I went to, uh, to go watch frozen two. I think I went by myself. I don't remember, but nice. like, you know, like, I don't care. I'll go watch kid. movies. Dude, if it's, it's a great. good movie, it's a good movie. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Who's going to judge us? Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Uh, last question. What's that? I said, if they want to judge, they can judge away. Exactly. Change. Exactly. All right. Last question for you here. I'm going to have you thinking a little bit on this one. You ready? Okay. Yeah. What are the three must read books for entrepreneurs? Oh my gosh. Three must read books for entrepreneurs. I'll be honest with you. Um, quite frankly, I'm not a big reader um, as far as like, you know, books are concerned. That being said, I am constantly on the hunt for knowledge and information. I think I have too much ADD uh, to sit down and like read through a whole book without falling asleep. Honestly, it puts me to sleep faster than anything is actually reading a book. So <laughs> as far as, you know, top three book goes, um, you know, I've been gifted uh, a book by uh, one of my lending uh, professionals, The Go-Giver. Uh, that's been good. I've gotten about halfway through that. Um, I'm sure there's a couple more, but you know, I, I can't think of it. So I always just go to search online for constant you know information relevant and prevalent to me and what i'm doing in my space uh, whether that's you know digital marketing whether that's business development business relationships uh you know i think uh if if you are looking for books as far as you know uh, uh development goes you know look at books about relationships because at the end of the day that's that's what this is this is about relationships and you can take that information and apply it to your to your personal life to your professional life and that that information is is priceless quite frankly That's a new clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul. Um, last thing here for our listening audience, anybody who uh, needs your services, wants to connect with you, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram at Paul Scalone, uh, Facebook, Paul Scalone. Uh, they can call me 619-888-1153. Um, Email me, paulscalone at allstate.com. Um, I'm available 24-7, seven days a week. Uh, seriously, um, not to sound cliche, but I mean, even on the weekends, it doesn't matter. Um, even if I'm away from my phone, I will get back to you. I will call you back, text message you back, text, email, call, whatever you prefer. Um, you know, I'm pretty easy to find because I'm all over the place uh, on Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, uh, Paul Scalone. I mean, pretty consistent, same pictures. You know, you'll be able to find me. Um, yeah. I'm trying not to hide. <laughs> so, to, you know, it's all about ease of use, right? You got to make it go. easy for people because things are so hard these days. So you got to make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. can get to the point, like, uh, my bro over here, uh, if you Google Hernan Cias, the first entire, like two pages is all him. So, Perfect. uh, I'm trying to get to right. that level too. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to get to that level too. And, uh, you know, that's what we're all trying to do. So, uh, you know, I've been saying it, Miguel. Huh? I've been saying it.
<laughs> that is marketing done right. That's right. All right. Well, thanks so much, Paul. It's really been uh, a lot of fun with you here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and remind our listeners one more time to go ahead and uh, give me a follow on all of my social media at Insurance Bro Show. Uh, again, if you do want to be a guest, go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash guest. Don't forget to like, subscribe, or review on whichever platform it is that you are listening to us on. Help us show up that much higher on those search results so that more insurance agents can find value in the in the uh content that we're putting out here other than that i want to give a big thanks to everybody who is listening every single one of you as always you have my heart you rock my socks and have a nice day thank you for tuning in to the carrier experience podcast james is a ceo of the pipeline team of san diego and is always in the market for top talent If you are an agent looking for a place to hang your license, visit PipelineInsurance.com backslash agent opportunities or send an email to newagent at PipelineInsurance.com. You can find James on all social media at insurance.